1: everybody to Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my Laker, friend, Laker teammates and NBA legends and we got one in the house today, LaRue Martin, a gentleman that I am so in awe of. Uh, the things that he's done in the community, uh, he's active in the community besides his corporate career, Martin's on the board of membership, uh, Civic affiliations have included the City Clubs of Chicago, the YMCA Mentoring Program, the African-American Advisory Council of the Count- Cook County State's Attorney's Office, the Urban League of, of NW Indiana, wow. MLK Boys and Girls Club of Chicago, the Leverage Network, and De La Salle Institute Board of Director. and he's also on the NBA Retired Players Board. And That's Andrew, It used to be. Thank you. It used to be, yeah. Oh, you used to be? Okay. Yeah, I did six years. I always see you there, so you look very, very uh, uh, board advisory every time I see you. You're walking around with your glasses on, and I think that you're
0: astute. How are you doing, sir? (laughs) Coop, I'm doing very, very well. I cannot complain. That's it? That's all you're doing? Uh, Things are going well. Well, I just retired, matter of fact, December 31st. How are you going to retire? You're too young. (laughs) Well, you know, Coop, i tell you what. Uh, I'm going to reinvent myself. They gave us a buyout, and I I bypassed two of them. I talked to my wife, she said, honey, you better take this one, because the corporate world is getting rid of pensions. 2023, the pension's gone for UPS, and thank God I'm grandfathering the pension, so I took it, and I'm going to find something else to do. I did 33 years and seven months with UPS. Okay, we're going to get into that,
1: but first, let's go back, because we are talking about basketball, and who were some of your role models growing up in Chicago?
0: Uh, back then, let's see here, my role models. Of course, I had Andrew Summerlin. He was my coach in grade school. Then I had uh, a couple of the guys that I played ball with at Loyola University. You had Wade Fuller. You had Saul McMillan, Frank Payton, and a number of them have passed away. Walt Robertson, you know, he played with the Harden Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah, and he, was, he was one of my teammates. Uh, Bill
2: Moody. But a lot of the guys have passed away. I've been blessed; I'm still here. Cannon from New York. Hey, Coop, you know how many national championships Loyola University basketballs won in, no. in its history?
1: No, your well, literally... university has a national no, no.
0: 1963.
1: Oh, okay. Before you, well. Hey, don't feel bad because I ain't never won none either. I ain't won championships <laughs> <laughs> anything. But yeah. uh, growing up in Chicago and them streets and around so many people that were your role models, uh, taking your next step to the De La Salle Institute in high school. Yeah. Who, was the, who was your nemesis? There was a guy that just, there was this guy named Mark Wolf here. He went to Troy and I was at Pasadena High School. Never could beat that fucking guy, man. That yeah. guy gave us 41. In high school, back then, before there was a three-point line, who yeah. was that player for you? Um,
0: St. Patrick High School, we were called the Chicagoland Prep League at the time.
1: Uh-huh. St.
0: Patrick, his name was Carlos Martinez. Um, he was about a six-foot-four guard, tough as nails. What made him so tough? I mean, what made him tough? Jump shots and drive to the hoop. I used to tell him, "Don't come in this paint," but he came to the paint anyway. That's when I had a little playing time, you know. But. Uh, Saint Patrick was tough against us. Saint Ignatius was tough. I can't remember some of the guys' names. Saint George, but uh, we did pretty well back then. The how, tall, how tall were you in high school, Larue? About six, eight, six, nine back eight, then. Eight, six, nine. What yeah.
2: about some of the other powers? You know, Fenwick High School, um, you know, Westinghouse. How how were we those? We didn't play against them back then. We
0: would call the Chicago and Print League. They were public schools back then. Uh, were they still good? Were they good back then too? Oh those yeah, Har- like programs?
2: Harlan High School. They were tough. Yeah. Uh, Mark Marshall High School. Crane High School was tough. Cool. This is this is the best high school basketball in the country is in Chicago.
1: Well, Man. you know what? Man. I didn't know about past Arizona uh, uh, back then because I didn't yeah. know anything about the East.
2: <laughs> I well, didn't
1: you, know you,
0: didn't care. <laughs> you figure this, Isaiah Thomas came from here. Yeah. Um, Mark Aguirre. Mark Aguirre came from here.
1: How about Dave Adrian Cor- Dantley?
0: Adrian Dantley from back there? No, Dave Corzine. Remember Dave oh, okay. Corzine? Yep. Big names from here. Uh, Andre Wakefield. You have Marcella Starks.
2: You have a lot of the
0: guys back here. I- Andre market.
1: Wakefield from back there? Yeah. That's the guy that tore up my knee in the summer yeah. league in 1978. Yeah. He hurt me on the He was coming down. He was <laughs> playing with Phoenix. Coming down. LaRue, he fell and I was trying to stop him and his knee uh-huh. whipped around and hit me on mine and tore wow. my uh, MCL. Andre Wakefield, okay, I'm going to send him a mean letter then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so LaRue, uh, did you have aspirations as a young person? And, and and I tell people this about me as I was growing up. I never thought about playing in the NBA. All I was trying to do because my family didn't have a lot of money. I was just trying to earn me a scholarship so I can mm-hmm. get a free education. What was your mindset as a young person? I, I, I'm
0: going to be honest with you. When I was a youngster, of course, I went to a great uh, high school. Dealer's sales was an all-boy high school, Catholic, and back then. My parents didn't have no money. My father died back in 1968. So in order for me to get a scholarship, I had to wash dishes in school. I wasn't ashamed about that. I come from public housing. But when I went to college, I did pretty well in college. I never thought about the NBA, to be honest with you. I just wanted to get my degree and move on in life. But being drafted in number one, it was a shock. I never thought about that. Was I prepared totally? Maybe, maybe not. I was a young man back then. Wow. I was, what, like, I think I was, what, like, 21 years old when I graduated? 21, 22. Yep. Did you and think you were going to be drafted? The NBA.
2: Pardon? Did you think you were going to be drafted?
0: I really, I thought I was. I said I had some good games against Marquette with uh, Jimmy Jones, against some good games with Bill Walton. I played against Curtis Road, Kareem, you, uh, Sidney Wicks back then. And I guess my game was pretty well. I mean, I did pretty well. God, you can see my records in Loyola. I see a whole rebound record. And um block shots and everything else. But when I got to the pros, this is a different story. And I tell everybody this: I never bad mouth a coach. I didn't get no playing time. Coop, you know for a fact, I sat on a bench all the time. My first time going back to Chicago, the number one draft choice in the NBA, going to play against the Chicago Bulls, I didn't get one ounce of playing time. I cried like a baby after that game. I was very upset. I had bought a lot of tickets for my family, friends. You know, tickets were pretty cheap back then. And we made a couple of dollars back then. But I didn't get one ounce of playing time, not one ounce.
1: Wow. Uh, you, LaRue, you know, uh, you hit right there. I want to jump back a little bit back to college. Yeah. Why Loyola? Did you want to leave? Or, I mean, could, did you have uh, the possibilities of going anywhere in the country? The NBA season is back. Don't sit on the sidelines. Get in on the action at exclusivepartnerbetonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50 to get your 50% bonus. That's 50% extra cash at sign up with code CLNS50. Get insights into all the NBA action across the season, plus all sports professions, collegiate as well as pop culture, and even reality television wagering. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the fun in season action at bet online don't forget to use my special michael cooper promo code of clns 50 to get a 50 percent sign up bonus with your first deposit bet online today at betonline.ag your online sportsbook expert why loyola did you want to leave or i mean did you have uh, the possibilities of going anywhere in the country
0: well yeah i had my mother back at the time collected all my letters from different colleges we had a shopping bag a shopping bag full of letters okay but i decided to stay here in chicago because you know i coming from public housing you know and 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 you know, my father didn't keep a you know a good career for himself you know he drank a lot and i decided to go ahead and stay here to help my mother out with my brother and sister
1: so Chicago, who were some of the toughest teams? I know you mentioned Jim Jones at Marquette.
0: Uh, Jim Cone, Marquette, Bill Walton used to come in town, Wichita State back then. How'd you do against oh, those players? Pardon?
1: How did you do against those players?
0: I did pretty well. I did pretty well overall. I did pretty well, but my, my record speaks for itself.
1: So 1972 comes, and now they're talking about picking players. And mm-hmm. what was your thoughts into going into that draft that year? You were there with Dr. J, you were there with McAdoo, just to name a few. What was your thoughts?
0: I was very, very pleased. Um, um, I kept real, you know, I'm a very low-key guy. I didn't let that go to my head or anything. I was happy. Um, when I, See, I got drafted by the Dallas Chaparrals, too, as the number one draft choice. If I'm not mistaken, people didn't know that either. That's what the old A-B, but I went where the money was guaranteed at at the time. The Portland had, you know, the guaranteed money.
1: LaRue, after, okay, and so you end up getting being drafted by the Portland Trailblazers, and um, your career didn't go the way that you thought it would go. Let me ask you no. this, and then we can kind of go take the next step forward. If you had to do it over again, just in your mind, would you rather have been drafted later Or would you be – are you okay with whatever would happen?
0: I I think later. I think later because I tell you what, being the number one draft choice, you got a big zero on your back. Everybody's looking for you to produce. And, um, of course, we practice day in and day out. And I did very well in practice, but coming down to reality, you could play against your teammates all the time, but you want to get – the experience, you know, the experience of playing against others from different teams. And I didn't get that much playing time. The only time I got a little playing time, that's when Lenny Wilkins was the player coach back then in my third year. That's, that's when Bill Walton came about. And of course, Bill was tough. I had to play Bill, and I sat back on the bench again. And I got a little playing time here and there, but not that much, not that much.
1: You are listening to Showtime with Coop, insightful BS with my Laker friends and NBA friends, and we have LaRue Martin. We've lost him on video, but we got, we're so pleased to still have him on voice. Uh, LaRue, I wanna ask you a question and this is not pertaining to basketball. And yeah. as a senior citizen right now in our life, there are times that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard for us to get up and perform in the bedroom. Uh, have you ever heard of Blue yeah.
0: Chew? The Blue who now? Blue Chew. Blue Chew. No, what's blue chew? chew it's like
1: Viagra Cialis is one of our sponsors. No, it's up and coming, and it really, really fires you up and gets you ready to go. Uh, you can go to blue b l u e chew.com and get more information. Uh, say, Showtime, yeah,
0: so all of that. No, i Coop, I never heard of it. You yeah, have to never be honest with you.
1: So, no, uh-uh. you know what, LaRue, I'm not ashamed to say. Sometimes I need a little help. Uh, you know what, this is your second marriage. You're like me. My first marriage, I was married to my wife for 18 years. That didn't work out. Actually, 22. That didn't work out. And I remarried. And today, Mm -hmm. is 20 years I've been with my second wife. And I found Mm -hmm. love, and I'm really enjoying it. Happy anniversary, Coop. Same here. Same here. 23
0: for my second year.
1: It's the the day that we met. But I always say this, Mm -hmm. Drew. If I can't make this one work, I might go to men.
0: I heard that because I'm done. I'm done after this. I don't care what nobody said. See, if I was still married the first time, it would have been 48 years for me.
1: Wow. Uh,
0: And you know, of course, we've all gone through transformations at the time, and she got into a different, you know, I hate to say a religion, and I couldn't understand, and I just moved on. I couldn't handle it no more.
1: I heard that. I mean, everybody like it'd be 41. No, 40. No, 38. If I still stayed with my first wife. 38 years we've been
0: mm-hmm. together. Yeah, Hannah, uh, you know, my kids are grown. I got a son that be 48 in June. My daughter just turned 20. No, she just turned 43 uh, January 31st. So I'm happy. And I got five grandkids and four great grandkids. Isn't
1: that a blessing?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I miss them all because they all live out of state. But hopefully this, the end of the summer, when it gets better out here, I'm going to go see them all.
1: Okay, so back to basketball. LaRue, yeah. you, you get drafted by Portland. Let me ask you this. Your years in Portland, in your mind, good or bad?
0: Good, because the fans treated me very, very well. They used to say, too, for LaRue when I got a little playing time. The only people that used to beat me up real bad, of course, were the newspapers, especially back East. Oh, my God, from the Boston, the New York papers. Oh, Lord. and um, But... Matter of fact, the guy by the name of Wayne Thompson used to work for the Oregonian. He used to beat me up so bad. And at times I didn't get no playing time. He was still beating me up. But you know, he had he was man enough to come up to me years ago and apologize to me.
1: That's good, man.
0: I never said anything negative. I just kept my mouth shut. And I heard. Of course, I was hurting inside. I I, I heard it inside. I heard it inside very very bad. That's why I think I went to the alcohol situation. You know, thank God it wasn't drugs. Yeah, I mean I was hurting man. And today I, I I talk about basketball, but not as much. And if it wasn't for good friends of mine that got me involved with the legends of basketball, I don't know what I'll do.
1: Well, Larue, you know what? You're a good man, and there was always be something. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. But we're at the point yeah. now in the show that I have what I call Coop's lightning round. I'm gonna ask you something about five people, and you tell okay. us as much as you want information about that person. Okay? Okay. Okay. First one, Jerry Takaris.
0: Jerry Takaris.
1: Yeah, yeah. I coach. don't know who that is. He's your
0: coach. I mean Jerry Tokars. Jerry Tokars. Tokars. Okay, I'm sorry. Tokar. No. He passed away. I went to sooner. He was a very kind man. As a matter of fact, he was one of the guys that recruited me to come to Dealer Cell. I was going to a public high school at first. I didn't really care for it. I went there for maybe four or five months. It was called C V S Chicago Vocational School. But he came there and recruited me and I transferred to Dealer Cell. It was an all boys school. And I'm glad that I did. Okay. I got a good decent I'm sorry education.
1: To
0: that's yeah, all right. Jerry Torcars, he was a good okay. guy. Yeah. Uh, next person, yeah.
1: Rosa Parks.
0: She wasn't no basketball coach. I know about her. The no. woman sat on that bus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, tell me about it. That's all. Everything's not gonna be basketball. Rosa. Yeah. Parks. Yeah.
0: Rosa Parks. Yes. Yep. She refused to get up out of her seat years ago, and that's still in trash. Oh okay. yeah.
1: Next. Uh, next one, Bill Walton.
0: I knew Bill very, very well. We all used to hang out back in Portland, Oregon. Bill lived in the A-frame home. And back then, I'm gonna tell you some old stories. Remember Jack Scott, and Mickey Scott, yep. and the Hearst family? Yep. <laughs> we all used to hang. We all was hanging out at Bill's, out me, Sidney Wicks, everybody. I said, my God, people in the bushes are watching us. <laughs> but Bill overall was a good guy. He really, he really was. He was just a big old hippie, that's all. <laughs> That's did all. Smoke, but we all smoke, had a good time. Smoke? No, no. I I I can I didn't get engaged in that back then too much. You know, I was I love my alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Uh okay. Uh the uh, next person, Brian Gumble.
0: Brian Gumble was a good guy. You know, we went to the same high school. His brother Greg did too. And I'm gonna tell you what Brian did. Um he went to my corporate office and asked could he interview me? Uh, for UPS and uh, UPS said, of course, and UPS called me up and said, well, why does he want to interview me? Because, you know, I don't do interviews that often, but he did as a gentleman, he came to me and asked and I did it. And it, you know, it goes to show, but it gave UPS a lot of play too, in a sense. Okay. On real sports, a lot of play. And I was honored by him doing that. I opened up to Brian, but he can't shoot pool can't shoot pool at all. He wanted to challenge me with a game of pool. I said, I played bank only. I'm from the hood, man. <laughs> but overall, he's a good guy. And I still got his personal number. I still, And I emailed him once in a blue moon. You know. As a matter of fact, a lot of people came to me and approached me about writing a book. I, I'm not a writer. Maybe we he's got a ghost writer. I don't know. But people tell me today that I got a lot of history about coming up in Chicago public housing. But I don't want to be the same old same old story i want to mentor kids mentor these high school kids and and young ladies about what it takes to move on in life because sports is a short-lived career cooper and you know that
1: no oh, for sure for sure uh last name for you larue congressman john lewis out of atlanta the late great
0: congress- i met him and I, I met congressman john lewis many times you know i was a public affairs manager for ups and he came to our townhouse back in D.C. I used to go to D.C. once a year to the Black Caucus. I used to go and knock on every congressman and congresswoman's door and both senators to keep their relationships. We had 18 congressmen here in the state of Illinois and two senators. And my job was, when I went to the Black Caucus, to say hello, to say how you're doing. It took me at least two days to do that. Yeah. That was my job, to keep the relationships. And see, in my job, too, I had to get both to Republicans and Democrats. It's not about... Leroux Martin, is about who's supporting UPS in Washington, D.C. But John Lewis was a very integral person for what he did for the United States and for minorities and African-American people. He, you know, he fought for us. He got beat up real bad. All kinds of different things. I met a number of congressmen. You know, I met the president, too, very much so. Clinton, uh, Todd Bush. Bush came to UPS. And, of course, Barack. I was a contact for Barack.
1: All right. Uh, LaRue, back to basketball. What do you think of the NBA today?
0: Uh, it's a different ball game. These guys are making so much money. It's unbelievable. I call it change my life money. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I call so, it generational money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and I, I think back then, our families were a little bit closer. It was like Cream and I used to come by my house for dinner. When I played against somebody to go buy us out for dinner. You know, when we went to L.A., you know, and everybody knew our family, knew our kids. You see my point? They don't yeah. do that today. They don't do that. And I think the game today is a lot stronger, a lot faster, but I think we were a lot closer. Don't forget, we only had 17 teams in the league back then. Yeah. And we enjoyed each other's camaraderie. We all used to go out and have dinner together. These guys don't do that today. They got so much money, you know, it's just a different ball game.
1: And they got their own little entourage around them, so they don't need the. Of course.
0: Uh, and they got these big houses and ten cars. You know, we were lucky to have just two cars. <laughs> <laughs> Larue, could you play in the NBA today? At this age, no. But if I no. was younger, yes. Yes. <laughs> you could? Yes. And if I okay, was younger, no, let me yes.
1: Yes. You Larue, and 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 think real hard about this, okay? Yeah. This is my signature question. I ask all former players. If okay. Playing in the NBA today, what kind of money would you command?
0: Oh, top dollar, being the number one draft choice. Give me a figure. Today, the today, or figure. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't know. What's what's the average guy making today? Sitting on the bench, five million a year, I guess. I don't know. No, uh, I would go for top make it dollar more
1: than that. Your average, no, that well, your average guy's a bench
0: player. You would be a bench player. Bench, bench player. Yeah, um, I would go for the top dollar. I would being the number one draft choice. And today, the game is more of a finesse game.
1: Yeah.
0: If you think about it. Yeah. These guys are wired. They're jumping higher. You know, back then, Coop, think about it. <laughs> we jumped pretty high back then ourselves. I remember playing against Will Chamberlain back in the day. And yeah. that was an honor. That was an honor. These Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Dave Collins, even when I got a little playing time. Uh,
1: LaRue, if you were a commissioner... In today's game, if you were a commissioner, uh, what change would you implement to help further the league if you were the commissioner in today's game? Hey, fellas, let's talk about something we can all use more of right now, sex, and I mean great sex. Guys, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever she wants that time to happen. Blue Chew is made in the U.S., it's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in those tedious long lines. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package, no awkwardness, and you don't even have to leave the house. If you could benefit from more confidence when it counts, Blue Chew is a fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code SHOWTIME. Just pay $5. Again, that's B L U E Chew dot com promo sh- code showtime to try it free blue chew is the better cheaper choice and we thank our sponsor blue chew for this podcast and remember when you support our sponsors you can help make this podcast possible so please be sure to use our promo code showtime at blue chew that's showtime at blue chew and stay ready In today's game, if you were a commissioner, uh, what change would you implement to help further the league if you were the commissioner in today's game?
0: Well, for one thing, I would have a dress code. Yeah, okay. I I would, I would. Think about it, Coop. When we were going to the games, we dressed pretty decently. We didn't wear the blue jeans, and we had a little sports jacket on or a suit jacket or something or another, okay? These guys are coming to the game today looking like, I don't know what, and they're making all this kind of money. <laughs> Tattoos all over your body. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But who am I to say?
2: Well, Everybody has their own that. flavor. It, it's funny you say that because, you know, the NFL, NBA had a dress policy in, when, Allen Iver, in the, you know, when Allen Iverson was in the league, and many people viewed that as being a racist rule. It was basically, you know, geared towards Allen Iverson uh, in terms of a dress code.
0: No, because you look at it. You You, you want these – youngsters to take a look at you and to look up to you. You know, back then, we were have our pants hanging down, short pants, you tight, skinny leg pants, pants hanging off your behind. Yeah. We didn't do that. Yeah. We had our hair. We, okay, we had the afro back then, but thank God, it was groomed. You see my point? Yeah. And I know the world is changing. I know everything is changing. If we had a beard, it was
2: uh, uh, trim. Except for Bill Walton. Well,
0: yeah, that's another
2: story. <laughs> hey, LaRue.
0: Bill did what, he, what he wanted to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen, you listen to Showtime with Coop. We got LaRue Martin. LaRue, you received your B.A. in sociology with a minor in education. How has those helped you for life after basketball?
0: Well, to be honest with you, when I was going to Loyola years ago, I was, wanted to go to pre-med school. I wanted to be a mortician. Um My grades weren't where they should be. You know, we had little girlfriends doing your homework and playing basketball. And I partied a lot, you know. But later on in life, I I, I did get my degree. Thank God for that. And um, it had moved me on. Because don't forget, when I left basketball, I worked for Nike for a while. And after Nike, I went to work for UPS as a driver. And I remember they didn't have a uniform to fit me back then. So I have to take two pair of pants to cut the bottoms off of one, so they can fit me. I look like Little Abner driving a truck, and I drove a truck with UPS. Don't forget, and I still remember. I would not mention names. A number of people laughed at me, number one draft choice driving a truck for UPS. And that was thirty, almost thirty-four years ago, back in Portland, Oregon. But I did what I had to do to survive. I didn't want to go to Europe. after. uh, I got traded to Seattle, and still today, Bill Russell was a gentleman to me. He said, LaRue, I wish I would have had you years ago. And don't forget, I wanted you back then, but Sam Schumann signed a contract with Mike Green back then. Bill said he could have taught me a number of things to be effective because I had a lot of talent. I used to jump to the moon, he said. You have a lot of challenge, but they, didn't, they put you in the wrong position at the time. I could have, Maybe I should have been a tall forward. I don't know.
1: Yeah, a power forward. That's how I kind of see you, LaRue. Yeah. You know what? Our, like, and You've already said this. Our basketball careers are fleeting, and the things that we do through them, there were some mistakes I made and things I wish I could have done. But you know what? What would you say to a young person today about going into the league in the NBA?
0: Well, for one thing, be sure that you have your degree. Because you got to understand, if you sign up for a big contract, you want to have some knowledge on where that money is going, what that money is going to do for you. You can't trust everybody out here. And be your own leader. Don't be a follower. Don't let this materialistic stuff get in your way just because you see others with it. You know, be careful with your money today. Because it's tough out here. I'm happy to see a young man and young lady get it, but they don't understand economics out here. They don't. They don't understand about property taxes, uh, federal tax, everything's like that. They don't understand this today. It adds up. They don't.
1: And LaRue, that's what I was going to say about these kids. You know, they go out and they make all this money and they got two and three homes all around the country. You paying taxes on that stuff. You got eight cars. You ain't got but one bus to sit in a car. I mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Insurances and everything else. And I, I don't get it today. And I know for a fact the NBA is trying to help a lot of these guys out through the uh, development process. But all these young guys really listening to them. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
2: You well, talk about, you know, going through a tough phase in your life and depression and, and you know, and people laughing at you for driving a UPS truck is first of all I'll pick. But then, you know, you talk about your experiences meeting John Lewis and Barack Obama. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a pretty well, significant uh, hey inspirational
0: story. I, in I never did wear, thank you, thank you very much, but I never did put a title on my chest. I treated all my staff with respect. I treated everyone the same. Okay, I came from the bottom and went to the top. I admit that, but you never heard about me saying all oh, the rules are big, uh, big cahoon with UPS. i got presidents of mine used to tell me everywhere I go, people know you. You're really honoring the company in a good fashion. And I, I, I was proud of that. Matter of fact, um, not trying to brag, but you, Pierce, are going to do a video on me pretty soon. They awesome. called me about that at the corporate office.
2: But but also, I mean, just the idea of you, you know, then you said you met with Barack Obama and you've met with John Lewis. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah. That's such a inspirational story. Yeah
0: before John Lewis passed away. Oh, yeah. And uh, Brock and I got, back in the day, we used to smoke cigarettes together. <laughs> i leave that <it> alone, but... <laughs> you have any good... You have hey, LaRue, any good that didn't
1: stunt your growth? That didn't stunt your growth, LaRue? No,
0: smoking no, cigarettes? I got quit smoking. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, I was his contact person when he was a senator. Matter of fact, I brought him to our facility here in Chicago. Wow. Oh, yeah. And and then when he became president, and this is a true story, uh, he was on the diet speaking to... All the people, black tie dinner. So my manager came with me. His name was Art Lucian. We're in D.C. Come on, let's go back in the back and say hello to Barack. I said, Art, Secret Service is going to pull some guns on us and stop us right there on the dime. So we went behind the curtain, sure enough, after you spoke. And um, Secret Service said, halt. And Barack saw me, where in the hell have you been? I said, I've been working, sir. So we went back there to shake his hand. And um, it, it was good. It was good to see him again. Good to see you again.
1: LaRue, you know, you're a good man, brother, and I am so happy that you uh, took me up on my invitation because, you know, uh, like I said, basketball is a small portion of who we are. You at UPS for all these years, they're getting ready to do some magnificent things for you. I know you made a great impact on that company and that corporation. Um, I, you know, I, I thought about you when I saw you at the retired players. You always. Yeah, will. it was great to see you too, I, good, I good admire see you about too. you. You always will come
0: here to the situation. Once you retire here, I'm going to 71 years old. I want to find something else to do, but now I got to reinvent myself. You see my point who wants to hire an old seven, seven, a seven foot, seventy year old man to do something. You. you know, I'm, I'm still active. I still want to do things. I can't lay around the house. I can't, I'm, that's not me. I want to give back to the community in some form of fashion, and I'm not going to do it for free either. I'm going to tell you that now.
1: Bro, <laughs> write your book, man. Get your book
0: together. I, I thought about that'll it, Coop. I, good... I'm going to call you Coop because I may need some help in this. Some people have approached me, and I have no idea of how to even start that situation.
1: Well, listen, let me tell you this first, LaRue. First, you got to come up with a title. I got a book that I'm writing right. called A View from the Bench. Once you mm-hmm. get your title, that'll open up your world, and now it's just about telling your story.
0: A person told me about that. I got to come up with some, a title, not all about basketball. There's too many basketball books out today, but what would be my main thing? And I, my thing is, is dealing with the community. I want this book to go into the schools, high schools. That's a little history about what it takes to grow up through poverty, to come up, not just sports, but being a career oriented type of individual. I'm not trying to brag, but I busted my ass years ago as a driver.
1: Well, LaRue, you're I'm the not busting
0: I my ass on that truck.
1: I, I do think this basketball, the title with basketball, can be your grabber to your audience. Um, mm-hmm. here, here's something be, um, Being number one ain't all it meant to be. Or uh, I'm just throwing a, a title out there for you. Being number one mm-hmm. isn't all it meant to be. I mean, those yeah. types of things. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I see, I I
0: see that. You. Mm-hmm. I'm writing this down. I'm writing a meme. Mean, number one is not all what?
1: It's meant to be.
0: People. It's not. It's meant to be. Because mm-hmm. you
1: were, you know, number one pick in the, in, the, in the NBA game, but look how you ended. Number one person in the world, in the community, making an impact.
0: Yeah, but Coop, it took me a while because you know something? I made a lot of mistakes. I had a lot of growing up do. Yeah, I'm not perfect. Oh, hell. I'm I mean, We all messed around in the streets back then. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to hide. I keep it to myself, but I've been blessed to move on in life. Never been arrested, you know. I've always kept my nose clean. I mean, I, got a, I even got a DUI years ago. That was years ago. Thank, Thank God I never had a bad accident to kill somebody, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I was so depressed. And coming up without a father, you know, I didn't have a man to talk to. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? You I, got a, story, I got two siblings. You're, you're, the story you're talking about can resonate Mm -hmm. with a lot of uh, african American, a lot of basketball players nowadays i mean i grew up without a dad too but you know what we've Mm -hmm. all made it you've been a big contributor uh into my success like i said i admire you and i always one of the things i always do is i look at the way that you're dressed when you're out in public and what kids don't understand is that's significant because sometimes people can judge you by your look and you always look great sir larue Thank
0: Thank thank you thank you
1: thank you sir
0: Coop, thank you all very much. I would thank you very much too. And I'm sorry about this laptop. I'm gonna to go to the T F G let them fix this thing to make sure I'm on this wireless network here, Monk. see I live in a condo. I'm on the thirtieth floor and since my wife has some illness, she couldn't take the steps anymore. That's why I had to get rid of the house years ago.
2: Wow.
0: Oh, but look, Lake Michigan. I'm on the thirtieth floor, man. Wonderful.
2: Okay, we awesome. well,
1: gotta come back to the real world. Get in 2021 yeah. and get your computer at work hard drive like I do. Uh LaRue Martin, everybody great, great young man. Uh LaRue, you're still here. I'm gonna call up on you again. Again, my man. Thank you so much. Thank you so Coop. much.
0: And Coop, thank you very much. And God bless you guys. You all okay, be safe out there, okay?
1: All right, take care.
0: Um, bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.